Welcome to the Dante Greco Show. Crazy weekend. If you were like me yesterday, you were trying to prepare for the Super Bowl and you kept getting news updates that we had shot something else down and that the Uruguayan government was seeing UFOs and there's something over Lake Huron and it's just UFO, UFO. We don't know what they're doing. It seemed crazy. It seemed like, are they really going to come down and reveal themselves, these aliens, on the day of the Super Bowl? How did they know? How did they know so many people would be in front of their TVs on this day? And then during the Super Bowl, you too had that ad about their new concert that was about UFOs. And everyone thought, could it be? I had thought this earlier in the day. Could somebody be doing this as a major ad blitz? I didn't really believe it, but it was something to think about. And then you too, as the commercial in the Super Bowl, and you think, well, these assholes, they're the people that stuck their album on all of our iPods once. They would do some totally tone-deaf bonehead stuff like fake UFOs. But, you know, I had to quickly rule that out because... um you know, the military was involved and the military would round up and execute Bono and the edge and all those other guys. So, you know, that was just that, that, that was just like a, a jokey kind of belief. But it was crazy yesterday. It still is. We still haven't gotten an answer to what these things were, which is suspicious because last week. When they were shooting down the Chinese spy balloon, they told us it's a Chinese spy balloon. They shot it down. They even showed us pictures of the military recovering it from the waters. But on this, they're not telling us anything quite yet, except to say Karine Jean-Pierre did give a press conference where they said it is not extraterrestrials. She says, no, we didn't shoot down aliens. Briefly, in a, uh, an address with the media on Monday, she said there is no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Is that uh, uh, Freudian slip? What is that? Terrestrial activity? Okay, because this is TMZ saying this is her exact wording. KJP went on to note that the administration has obviously been hearing a lot about it, but again stressed that this wasn't in the realm of E.T. What she didn't clarify, however, was what the airborne objects actually were. Neither did the national security official who followed her. John Kirby said the U.S. had not yet fully and properly assessed what the latest downed objects are and that they're still out there collecting and studying to figure out the exact nature and origin of them. So that's even more suspicious because last week we knew this thing was a wet, was a spy balloon. And we thought this was a spy balloon this time. But the fact that they're withholding so much and why if this is all, you know, people are saying the Republicans especially are trying to say, oh, they're trying to cover up the Ohio train derailment with this UFO news, or they're trying to distract from uh, the U.S. being exposed as having blown up the NORAD, um, no, no, Nord Stream. I'm getting NORAD confused because they're involved in the UFO thing. Uh, the Nord Stream pipeline. I personally, even Edward Snowden put forth that theory. Uh, I don't really believe that because you're not going to use, like the UFO invasion protocol that the government has somewhere, you know, the fake UFO invasion protocol that they have. 
you're not going to trigger that to cover up the Nord Stream thing. You know, you're not fooling Putin with that. And frankly, most of the American public doesn't know what the Nord Stream pipeline is. They don't care who blew it up. They probably could be convinced it was a good thing that we blew it up quite easily. Same with uh, the Ohio train derailment. You're not going to trigger fake UFO invasion just to cover up a train derailment as toxic and as appalling as this Ohio train derailment is, you're not going to pull out the UFO thing to distract from that. So I think that the uh, conservative, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and all of, the, of them are, are uh, off base with those claims. But it is very strange. Let's go back to the Drudge Report. What are they? Close encounters of the balloon kind. No debris recovered. New UFO task force. So they've established a UFO task force. Oh, wait, let me let me read that over here because the Wall Street Journal, I'm not a subscriber. The president has since authorized an interagency team consisting of the State Department, the Defense Department and the Office of National Intelligence to drill down deeper. And an ex NORAD commander said that uh, the UFOs are a concerted effort by America's enemies to test outdated systems, which in a way is scarier. You know, it's scary if it's aliens, but it's also better if it's aliens, because like at least like add some excitement to our lives. But it's scarier if it's China or if it's Russia or if it's North Korea and they have this kind of technology to surveil us and presumably attack us with as well mocha every time okay so i would prefer if it was the aliens especially because they haven't attacked us yet and we were able to shoot down whatever they had that's a good thing if it is the aliens that we can just take down their their floating ufo octagon whatever we could take it down. That's a good sign. If it's China, if it's a, one of our enemies, I'm more frightened by that. Uh, this ex-NORAD guy says that the UFOs are concerted effort by America's enemies to test our outdated systems. That's frustrating with how much money, how much of our tax dollars go to the military and we have outdated systems in 2023. What's going I mean, and it's always that way, you know. It's like when you hear about how the IRS is still using a computer from like 1985 to process people's tax returns. They're yet to recover the debris from the three UFOs shot down this weekend over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan. And I also mentioned Uruguay had some sightings. And then China tried to say, well, whoa, we, we saw something too. But it's like, to me, it's, it's clearly because I happen to be uh, of the opinion that this probably is the Chinese. It's China trying to say, can you believe it? We also had a UFO. It's not us sending these balloons or drones or whatever over your airspace. No, we, they're, we're being invaded too. Can you believe that? They're, they're BSing us. Monday morning, John Kirby revealed the U.S. is right to, right, yet to recover the debris. Former NORAD commander Scott Clancy told CNN he'd be very suspicious. This is just conjecture. I think you're seeing the confluence of distinctive activity by our adversaries to test our systems. 
He went on to explain how old NORAD systems are and how the sheer number of UFOs showed that it was a coordinated effort. Looks to be a, co a concerted effort because you have any more than one. It looks like a coordinated effort. Earlier, John Kirby admitted the U.S. hasn't yet. Okay, how many times are you going to tell us that they haven't recovered the degree debris? I got it. Um, so they're testing our systems. We were able to shoot them down. We took them out. Who knows what kind of intelligence they gathered before we did, but they're, they're down for now. Because of the weather conditions, they haven't been able to gain access to the objects. The third one was shot down yesterday over Lake Huron, so it's underwater. We're going to do everything we can to recover them. Uh-huh. This guy Kirby insisted the balloons could be benign and tried to assure Americans there could be totally explainable reasons for why these objects are flying around all there. There are corporate entities that operate these kind of things. We just don't know. As soon as we can get to the debris, we'll share what we can. It doesn't have to be nefarious. Right. You don't think some corporation would immediately come out and say, hey, that you shot down our, uh, our Mercedes-Benz drone that we have flying over Lake Michigan. It's crazy. That would have come out already. What I'm wondering is why they're telling us all this. There must be a reason why this is making so much news. Now, I'm not a really a conspiracy guy, so it's always possible that the media is just trying to pick up and run with the story. We have a Chinese spy balloon. All of a sudden, in newsrooms across America, they say, okay, get us any kind of balloon, things in the air, things being shot down. We need to run these stories. It's hot right now. Clicks, clicks, clicks. Same thing with the Ohio train derailment, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. Now, all of a sudden... All over Twitter, there's like train derailments in South Carolina and train derailments in another state. And everyone's wondering, is there something going on here? Is there a concerted effort to take out our trains now? Or is it just trains derail? We don't normally cover them because who cares if a train goes off the tracks in the middle of you know the forest? And now the media is saying, let's get some train derailment stories. Let's see what we have to say here. I agree with you. It's probably China. Why'd they wait so long to shoot the first one down? Just wondering. That's a good question, too. I mean, because it's not like Montana is heavily populated. They could have shot it down. Maybe it's easier to shoot it down over the water. In the meantime, though, then like having to go into uh, the wilderness to find the balloon, the remains of the balloon. Same time, I'm sure it was collecting data as it floated all the way across from Montana down to the Carolinas. So it's weird stuff. Um, Pentagon officials had a press conference Sunday night in the middle of the Super Bowl where they failed to, failed to answer any questions. Okay, yeah, so that's that's not updated. Uh, as I said, Green Jean-Pierre gave a press conference today. But people don't believe her. This guy, Sagar and Jetty from... Uh, Crystal and Sagar, I forgot the name of their show, but they're always on Joe Rogan. He was saying like, oh, she didn't definitively say they're not extraterrestrials. So people on Twitter joked around about this footage of the UFO over Alaska. USA blew up the Nord Stream pipelines. Listen, I just don't see the Nord Stream pipeline story isn't big enough to Americans to do a whole fake UFO cover-up. Most Americans have still have not heard about the Nord Stream 
pipeline. They don't care. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to rise up. I even saw someone try to say this is to cover up uh, the impending release of the Epstein list. Again, Epstein's dead. Ghislaine's in jail. They had the trial. There's a million specials about it on Netflix and Amazon Primes. Nobody cares. Even if the list comes out, what are we going to do? Bill Clinton was there many times. He was even asked about it. Nothing happens. Prince Andrew has been ostracized from his family, but I'm sure he's doing just fine. And I'm sure whoever the new Epstein is, is having a great time. So it's not a cover-up, but there is something else going on. Stuff isn't that funny how we see Earth, how aliens see Earth. Okay. Not funny. Marco Rubio, meanwhile. You remember Marco Rubio from Florida? He once had trouble drinking out of a tiny little water bottle when he was giving his uh, State of the Union rebuttal to President Obama years ago. It's been happening for years. Marco Rubio says UFOs have routinely operated over restricted U.S. airspace, but America has no idea what they are or where they come from. As Pentagon refuses to rule out three objects shot down over the weekend are aliens. And I saw some footage that I'll play in just a couple minutes uh, over Lake Huron, allegedly of one of these objects. You know, that's the other thing. There hasn't been a lot of footage that is conclusive that has come out of the objects that were shot down over Alaska and, and Michigan and, Canada, and uh, was it Canada? Which, because at first I thought, well, maybe they're telling us about it because they have to, because people are getting videos of these things on social media. They need to get out ahead of the story. But I haven't seen a very strong video come out you know, this ain't like the China balloon where people had video of it floating. They had video of it being shot down. It was a very public thing that happened. These we have not seen conclusive video. I'll show you something in a second. You can decide. Rubio tweeted the last 72 hours revealed to the public. Well, Mocha, quiet. The last 72 hours revealed to the public what was happening for years. Unidentified aircraft routinely operating over restricted U.S. airspace. This is why I pushed to take this seriously and created a permanent UAP task force two years ago. Mocha, quiet. <laughs> Rubio is the vice chairman of the U.S. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and has long pushed for a destigmatization on UFO reporting. You know, it is weird when you look at it in totality how the past couple of years there has been so much more public talk about UFOs, the Tic Tac UFOs and um, people from the Navy and, and, and pilots for the U.S. military talking about what they've seen. It could all be part of a, a long... A long, uh, long drawn out plan to slowly reveal this to people. Maybe they finally figured out, hey, with the way technology has changed in our lives since uh, the introduction of the Internet and then the smartphone and now virtual reality, it just, you know, we're accelerating at such a rapid pace. Maybe the American people and the world are truly ready to learn the truth about UFOs.
right. Okay. Let's look at this timeline. So Wednesday, the Chinese balloon spotted above Montana. Saturday, Chinese balloon is shot down off the coast of South Carolina. Thursday, February 9th, first UFOs detected off the coast of northern Alaska. Friday, February 10th, UFOs shot down over Dead Horse, Alaska. Saturday, February 11th, second UFO is shot down over Mayo, Yukon, Canada. FAA shuts down airspace over Montana, citing another possible UFO, but NORAD claims it was a radar anomaly. Third UFO is detected over the Great Lakes and shot down. As of today, Monday, February 13th, I haven't heard of a new UFO being spotted or shot down. Was this just a weekend thing where there's some aliens trying to do a weekend invasion or something? I don't know. Or the Chinese? I don't know. But it seems to have ground to a halt. Yes, could the UFOs over the U.S. be the same as the infamous Tic Tac caught on video? It was an octagonal object, which is weird. You know, that's no balloon. Well, I mean, it could be a balloon. Like, have you ever been to the store and you see like a, like a star-shaped balloon? It says happy birthday on it or something. Could still be a balloon if it's an octagon. The octagonal object with potential surveillance capabilities flew near a sensitive military site in Montana before taken, being taken over the Great Lakes on Sunday. What happened with Uruguay? I didn't seem to hear much about them afterward. First two UFOs that were shot down over Alaska and Canada on Friday and Saturday have been both been described as cylindrical and silverish gray and seem to be floating without any sort of propulsion. It's very strange just to reveal that, you know? Like, we've been so used to complete secrecy for, you know, 50, 70 years, really. When was Roswell, New Mexico? Was that 1947? 70-plus years we've had, like, real secrecy. They wouldn't even admit that Area 51 was a real thing for a long time. And now they're like, yeah, we didn't even know how it was propelled. It was a cylindrical, silverish gray object, and one was an octagon, and we have no idea how those things were even floating. We've come a long way. All right. Let's see here. Let's get to some of these videos. All right, we got that? Okay. Yeah, that's the Ohio thing. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. This was yesterday, supposedly over Little Rock, Arkansas.
I don't know. I've seen stuff like that in the sky. If you look up in the sky, you really will see some stuff. I saw something once. I was at this event called Disclosure Fest in L.A. You know, I knew somebody that was putting it on, so I stopped by to like check it out. And it's all like new agey things. It was in downtown L.A., just just east of downtown L.A. Actually, and it's like new age stuff, healing. You have aliens, so I'm walking and. I see everybody staring up into the sky. It's the middle of the day. It's a blue, clear day. And so I look up. I don't know what's going on. And then I find out that what they're looking up at is these objects floating around that are supposedly being summoned by this guy, um, the UFO summoner. His name is, I'll get his name for you. But what struck me was that I didn't know what I was walking into. Okay, Robert Bingham is his name, the UFO summoner, B-I-N-G-H-A-M. You can look him up, see some of his videos. So I saw these these objects moving. They look like little foil, like pieces of tin foil that were just like floating through the air and moving around. It was crazy. And I didn't expect it. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't like hypnotized into it. I just walked up and saw a crowd of people staring up at the sky. Like when Trump was staring up at the eclipse, it was like that. And I looked and I saw them. I don't know what they are. It's possible that this guy has some plan or like some person with a very long string. But they were way high up into the air. You know, someone off site with a very long string, just like waving these things around. Uh, I, but, you know, as near as I could tell, he's done it elsewhere. And I actually saw them some other time. I saw one time after after that, I was like, I wonder if I just look up into the sky can I summon the UFOs? And I was sitting in the backyard at my uncle's house. Another sunny, clear day. I look up. I look around for a little while. And then eventually I zeroed in on some more of those things. And Mr. Robert Bingham was nowhere to be found. This was months later. And I was just sitting there and I didn't tell anybody. But it was uh, interesting. And who knows if those are like some kind of space junk or Chinese spy balloons or Chinese party balloons. I don't know. But it was weird. Police or pilots describe UFOs. They say they take off with incredible speed and can make turns that our planes can't catch up to. Right, like the TikTok thing. Uh, or not TikTok. TikTac. TikTac and TikTok, both Chinese spy operations, most likely. But I've heard that. The guy, Commander David Fravor, he's the one, right, who comes out and speaks very publicly about all that, the TikToks, TikToks. All right, this was the one that was supposedly over Lake Huron. Let's, let's watch it, and you tell me what you think. I could zoom in even more on that. Let me. That kind of looks like what I saw. It also kind of looks like a balloon that floated away from a kid's party. So can't rule that out. Um, 
I don't know. It's unconfirmed what this was. This is just somebody, you know, that's a problem with the internet. People just start putting up videos to get clicks. So, Uruguayan Air Force, yeah, they were investigating flashing lights in the sky over Termas, Termas de Almiron. Very strange. Did we get any updates? Oh, trying to like have my mic sit. So I don't have to hold it with, with my hand, but uh, it's not working out so far. Let me see what the update is with Uruguay. Yeah. The U, uh, it says that the Uruguayan Air Force is going to investigate the sighting of these red lights in the sky. Could just be, you know, there was another thing about a Chinese satellite with green lights flashing down over Hawaii, but then it came out that that was a joint project between the U.S. and China to uh, some kind of agricultural thing, I believe. So, you know, could the, the problem is this is all the hysteria is like an infection. It takes hold and now everyone's seeing things in the sky and it could just be the Starlink satellites, Elon Musk's Starlink satellites, and it could be other natural phenomena, normal weather balloons, could be satellites of other kinds. Maybe Uruguay just wanted to get in on the action. They wanted some clout. Very possible. Let's see what this guy says. The Somewhere in the Skies podcast says that this gave them chills. So let's hear it. I think this is John Kirby, the guy who's been talking about this from the Pentagon. Okay. Why are you not seeing that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoops. Whoops. Oh, shoot. Okay. Got so many tabs open. Okay, here we go. The president also instructed the intelligence community to take a broad look at the phenomenon of unidentified aerial objects. Indeed, President Biden conducted the first ever daily intelligence briefing session devoted to this phenomenon back in June of 2021. He was briefed that this is not just an issue for the United States, but one for the rest of the world. And as I said, our friends and our partners are dealing with this as well. We worked on a bipartisan basis to stand up an office at the Pentagon to study this in partnership with the intelligence community, academic institutions, and the private sector. These unidentified aerial phenomena have been reported for many years without explanation or deep examination by the government. President Biden has changed all that. We are finally trying to understand them better. The president also instructed the intelligence community to didn't give me chills, but it's nice that they're taking it seriously. 
Yeah. Personally, I don't know where I stand on the whole UFO believing in UFOs uh, in general. You know, as I said before, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. And I'm not really like a supernatural guy, but could these be interdimensional beings visiting us somehow? Could they live here under the water? That's a big theory that people like Joe Rogan are proponents of. I'm open to all the possibilities, but the classic gray alien that comes into your house at night and paralyzes you so it can take you up into the spaceship and probe you and then leave you the next day and you don't know what the hell happened. I'm not really... I don't really buy that. And as far as these sightings, yes, it's more fun to think the aliens are finally here. They're revealing themselves. This may be the beginning of an alien Independence Day war this past weekend. We shot down their stuff and now they're going to retaliate and, you know, war of the world, etc. It's more fun to think than to think that it's Xi Jinping. But I think it's Xi Jinping. Who else would it be? I mean, it ain't Putin. He's tied up with Ukraine. You know, he's trying to fend off NATO. She is the one who's going for global supremacy for China. He's, you know, and we know they don't care about surveilling everything. They already snuck TikTok in here. They're coming at us from all sides. They're coming at us from the sky. They're coming at us from our phones. Not that our own government doesn't do the same. As we know. Let me find out what uh, Edward Snowden had to say about it. Yeah, there's all this stuff about the Ohio train crash. So I'm going to talk about it. Here's Edward Snowden. It's not aliens. I wish it were aliens, but it's not aliens. It's just the old engineered panic, an attractive nuisance Ensuring NATSEC, that's national security, reporters get assigned to investigate balloon bullshit rather than budgets or bombings a la Nord Stream until next time. I mean, look, he's more qualified to say whether this is a cover up or not than I am. But really, really, Edward, you really think this is about covering up Nord Stream? I mean... Do, do people know what the Nord Stream? They're, they're thinking of Nordstrom, the clothing line, clothing, the department store. Yeah, we don't, we don't care. So I, I don't buy that. And you never know with Snowden. Look, he did a lot in terms of revealing things that needed to be revealed about our government's surveillance programs. But he has been over there in Russia for a long time. At the mercy of the Kremlin, basically. So can't rule out that Edward has been gotten to in some way or maybe has just come around and he's a big fan of Vladimir Putin. And he's trying to say, oh, these Americans don't want to take responsibility for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. You know, he could be working as a Putin mouthpiece. I'm just saying, as O.J. Simpson would say, I'm just saying. (laughs) 
Yeah, see, that was the spy balloon. That was clear what that was. Oh, this was weird. Just as an aside, private island of love where Jeff Bezos and Michael Jordan party lists for nearly $11 million. The thought that Jeff Bezos and Michael Jordan could have been involved in some kind of orgy or threesome is surprisingly off-putting. Oh, here was something. Yeah, China accuses the U.S. of sending 10-plus balloons over their territory in just the last year alone. I said this on my last show. I'm sure we're doing the same thing, but, you know, I'm happy that we are. We have to. I know they have to also, but here I'm an American, so I'm not going to be like, well, we shouldn't do it. They're going to do it no matter what, so we should do it right back to them. But if we see their balloons, pop them. That's my opinion. Tom Green is trending because apparently he has commented on this whole thing. Let's see what he says. Green, and uh, forgot to mention, the other reason this uh, UFO uh, information is coming out now is because they're trying to distract us all from the fact that we're uh, about to get released the Epstein Island list, as well as what's going on in Palestine, Ohio with the train derailment and the chemical uh, release of chemicals into the air, uh, which is being called possibly as bad as Chernobyl, and the fact that World War III might be about to start uh, in uh, the Ukraine uh, war between USA, Russia, and China. So that's what's going on. Good to see you guys. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, There's UFOs. Yeah, okay. So when I see that, that's where I heard the Epstein thing. When I see that, And then I see every other person in conservative media. And if you don't know me, I'm trying. I don't make this a political show. I try to be as straight down the middle as I can and not have an agenda because I know the left does it just as much, if not more. But they start parroting these talking points. You start to notice everyone's saying, oh, this is to cover up the Ohio train derailment because they want to make Pete Buttigieg look bad because he's the secretary of transportation. And then they want to say, which, by the way, and I'll get to that. He may very well be at fault for that. But you just you just notice all the because I follow all these accounts. They all start saying the same thing. And now it's like looks like Tom Green is going down that same route. Cover up the Ohio train development and the Epstein list. You know, I was like, who cares about the nothing is going to happen when they release the Epstein list. Are we going to go protest to have Bill Richardson locked up? Or um, who's the other rich guy? Leon Black, I think. Allegedly. Supposedly. Uh, Nobody is going to care enough to do anything about it. So this whole idea. But these just it's like people sign up for a newsletter or they, they just get paid. to. It's like when celebrities get paid to pump crypto. They don't really care. They're not really invested in it. They just get a nice check to say something. All of a sudden, Tom Green, Tom Green is commenting on anything, and he's coming out saying this is why they're doing the UFOs. It's to cover up Nord Stream. It's to cover up the the Ohio. It's to cover up the Epstein. It's it's strange. It's a strange coincidence that everybody in conservative media, online at least, is parroting the same talking points. Or Russell Brand, you know, it's lucrative. I get it, but 
Just an observation. All right, let's keep going with uh, looking at all this stuff. China claims the right to respond further after the U.S. shoots down spy balloon. Oh, that was from last week. Okay. Well, let's get into... Oh, let's see what this guy says. Jeremy Corbell, he's he's big in the UFO. Oh, five minutes? Okay. Over let's hear just active war zones right now, there is such an increased frequency of what they call UAP or UFO that they have these rules, whether or not they fire upon them. And people got so mad at me for saying publicly on the news that we do fire at UAP, UFOs, because we fucking do. But why we do is not what people think. So when you have an active war zone, specifically the area of the world that I'm talking about in the Middle East, anything within 27 to 30 miles of ground troops gets fired upon. That's it. But I was exposed to documents that tell me a little bit more precisely how you choose what to fire upon. And what you fire upon is anything that appears that it could have a payload. Really? Yeah, because it would be a threat. What do they do with like the cubes surrounded by this, these spheres? Fucking nothing because they don't look like they have a payload. So they disregard, they're not part of the mission. So my point in saying that kind of on the news, I don't need to prove to anybody it's true. It is true. I am. I speak with people that are there right now. It is true. And there's been such an increased frequency since 2021 that it has been pushed up to kind of like critical where they're like, okay, these things are in our airspace. We could have collisions. But more importantly, like we see other countries firing on these, Russia, Syria. We know it's not their assets. So the question is, whose are these? So when you say firing at these, so hellfire missiles, right? So you have this thing and what shape are these ones that have payloads? Okay, well, that's that's what's crazy. So I, I do. I have images of one that we fired on. And for Can you show us the image. All right, well, I don't want to get de totally demonetized for playing that whole thing, but interesting. Okay, any more? anything more about UFOs, or should we move on to Ohio? Let's go to Ohio. So they're saying that nobody in the media is talking about this. I kind of disagree. I think that uh, it's starting to get some big media coverage i don't watch much cable news anymore or you know nbc abc cbs nightly news so maybe maybe that's what people mean but i have seen news about this ohio train derailment not really on the cover of the drudge report it's weird the drudge report is one of the main drivers of all traffic on the internet and it has been that way for like 25 years since the monica Lewinsky scandal broke there but he didn't feature this on the front page, as far as I can tell. He also didn't feature the Brian Co like anything about the Brian Koberger Idaho slangs. Because I was checking every single day. I read the site every single day, and I was highly in interested in that case, as we all were for a long time. And I never saw anything about Idaho on Drudge, even when the news broke that they got Koberger. A little strange. A little strange. Okay. 
Let's go right into it with some of these horrific scenes. First of all, let's start with that. See what's going on in East Palestine, Idaho. I wanted to say Palestine, but there's a video from a girl who knows people that live there on TikTok, and she calls it Palestine. All right. Massive train derailed Friday, 20 of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't, these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit, the fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine. This is not fucking storm clouds. Look at it. Officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. Residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine. You have not evacuated. I would, if I lived there or anywhere near there, I would get the fuck out of there. Now, I know that's easier said than done. Jesus Christ. It looks like a nuclear bomb. That place is going to be so toxic for so long. We saw what happened in Flint, Michigan. Government does not care. They're not going to come in and like really fix this thing quickly. They're going to let it go out of the news. It's going to leave the news cycle. Maybe there is some truth to the fact that they're suppressing it on major media outlets. I mean, look at what we found out from the Twitter files, how much the uh, government officials were communicating with high level executives at Twitter to suppress things, to ban journalists, et cetera, et cetera. And they're just going to they're going to memory hold this thing. And then like for years, people in uh, the area surrounding East Palestine are going to be dying of all kind of weird cancers and diseases and the food, the water. So that water, it's leaking into the Ohio River, I read. And that serves like five million people. Let me get back to some of these. Uh, let me get my whole section on Ohio. This is terrifying, someone says. Absolutely. You can't even breathe there. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to imagine? It's like, this week, it's the Super Bowl. You're planning your big Super Bowl party, and now you got toxic air. You can't even breathe. You got crows flying around like it's the goddamn apocalypse. What's the deal with East Palestine? All right, where is it? Excuse me. Sorry. Okay. What's going on in Ohio is terrifying. It's clear the mainstream media doesn't care enough to talk about it. 
vinyl chloride, a deadly chemical that was released from the train explosion in Ohio, has contaminated the Ohio River. This contamination could be very hazardous to over 5 million people whose drinking water is sourced from the river and could affect over 30 million people who live in the Ohio River Basin. That's crazy. But again, look at what happened in Flint. That's still You still can't drink the water in Flint, Michigan, as far as I know. They're not coming to fix the Ohio River. It's outrageous. Jesus, 10% of the U.S. population live in the Ohio River Basin. This is crazy. All right, let me find more. Here's what we know about the train derailment. If you haven't been following it, if you haven't seen, this is from Axios. Okay, because like I only started to really pay attention when I saw some of these pictures. Shows the importance of photojournalism. Look at that. That's her, and it's all toxic chemicals going up into the atmosphere, raining down on people in their backyards, and the, you can't even go outside. You're saying that, uh, okay. I will read your comment in one second because it looks interesting. All right. This was a 150-car Norfolk Southern Freight train carrying hazardous chemicals and other material derailed in the town of East Palestine on February 3rd. Oh, my God. That was 10 days ago? Forcing hundreds of people to evacuate the town for several days as the company vented and burned carcinogenic chemicals from cars involved in the fiery crash. The latest, the EPA said yesterday, February 12th, it had not detected any levels of concern of hazardous substances released during or after the crash. You're going to tell me there's no levels of hazardous concern? You're going to look at this picture and then try to tell me there's no levels? Though it said it was continuing to monitor the air throughout East Palestine, including at least 210 homes. This is like 9-11 when Christy Todd Whitman went down there and was like, oh, it's safe. You can breathe the air. And now 23, 22 years later, people are still dying from 9-11 syndrome. Who are you kidding? EPA said it was also investigating soil and surface water contamination near the crash site and had collected spilled material in a nearby stream. They make it sound so, like, uh, innocent. It's just some spilled material. Like somebody spilled a bottle of shampoo. We cleaned it all up. So far, at least four class action lawsuits have been filed against Norfolk Southern over the crash, alleging negligence. Wow, okay. Moving quickly. The train was pulling at least five tanker cars containing vinyl chloride, a colorless but hazardous gas used to produce PVC plastic and vinyl products. All of you people out there buying vinyl records, this is on you. Um, Norfolk said, just kidding. Norfolk said that the cars carrying the vinyl chloride were not breached during the crash, but were at risk of exploding. So crews released and burned their contents on February 6th, creating a massive smoke plume above the town for several hours. That's fine. Just 
create a massive smoke plume. Where do you think the smoke's going to go? You're not vacuuming it up. Acute exposure to high levels of vinyl chloride, a classified human carcinogen in the air, has been linked to central nervous system effects. While chronic exposure has been shown to cause liver damage, including a rare form of liver cancer, according to the EPA. This is terrible. This is a nightmare. People are going to be getting liver cancer. Stop drinking. If you live in that area, put the booze down for a little while. Give your liver a chance. Central nervous system effects. That's fine. It was a mechanical issue with an axle of one of the 150 cars that caused the derailment of at least 50 of the cars. Security footage captured before the derailment. Okay, let's see what this security footage is. Tonight, pretty stunning video raising a lot of questions, especially for people in East Palestine, Ohio. As you can see, sparks and flames underneath this Norfolk Southern train, and this was 20 miles before it derailed. The derailment, as we all now know, sent dangerous chemicals into the air and forced thousands of people from their homes for days. Some 20 miles from East Palestine. You can see what appear to be sparks or flames under one of the cars as it passes the plant. The wow, sparks or flames. News conference earlier this week. We uh, have attained two videos which show preliminary indications of mechanical issues. Mechanical issues, huh? Two days after the company vented and burned the vinyl chloride, East Palestine residents who evacuated, evacuated were allowed to return to their homes but have complained of smells, headaches, nausea, and other ailments, according to the Washington Post. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you live anywhere near where there are forest fires, you can smell in the air. Just if you open the window for like 10 seconds, you get the, the smell of burning trees. Now imagine it's burning vinyl chloride. The cars are probably covered in vinyl chloride ash, the sidewalks. It's like a horrific white Christmas. Uh, let me read this comment here. When I was 12, I started having regular conversations with a very old retired professor who was a genius. I still speak with him today. He told me many years ago this thing would happen, this very thing would happen. He explained the canary in the coal mine to me. The smallest and weakest things will begin to perish, and that's when you know it's going down. Yeah. I'm talking about those fish. And that poor frog that we just saw in the video, dead. Okay, let's keep it going. The big picture. Okay. The big picture. The EPA sent Norfolk Southern a general notice of potential liability letter on February 10th in which it said it had determined that the company may be responsible for cleanup of the site or costs EPA has incurred in cleaning up the site. The derailment came weeks after Congress passed and President Biden signed into law legislation that forced a labor agreement between freight railroads and unions representing thousands of rail workers and prevented the workers from striking over their concerns with workplace conditions. The workers' most prominent complaint was their lack of paid sick leave, which they did not receive in the forced labor agreement. But they also said the railway company's business model of suppressing expenses and their staff cuts and use of strict attendance policies contributed to worker burnout and lean staffing levels. So is it possible that the uh, companies and their cheapness 
caused this? Very possible. Remember that gigantic, uh, what was the leak like 10 years ago? The oil leak. And it could have been prevented if they spent like $500,000 on some latch that that could have like an emergency thing that could have stopped the oil from leaking out, but they didn't. Now, apparently that was all cleaned up at one point, but still it was a, it was a nightmarish several months. Let's go to citizen free press on Twitter. Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg finally responded to the ecological disaster continues to be concerned about the impacts of the train derailment. It's important that families have access to useful and accurate information. USDOT has been supporting the investigation. Okay, so that is like does nothing. It was just to make himself look good, really. He had to respond. I don't know enough about the transportation secretary's direct involvement in things like this. If anybody out there knows and can educate me on whether Buttigieg really is responsible for this and the other train derailments that are happening that are now being reported all over the place, I really would love to know. We need someone to blame. Um, Yeah, this came out today. There were more toxic chemicals on train that derailed in Ohio than originally reported. Of course, they're going to dribble out that info slowly until people don't care anymore. Look at these pictures. Look at that. That is just insane. It's in your neighborhood. If you live in East Palestine. All right, let me try to find that TikTok girl. Is it possible the UFOs did this? That was their, they're just not telling us that we're in a UFO war and the UFOs attacked the train. So we shot down their drones, droids, whatever you want to call them. All right, let's see what this person says. This isn't who I was looking for, but I saved this nonetheless. Got this up. Okay. One moment. This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine is about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. The reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride. The polymer made out of vinyl chloride yeah, is that we, it we boils at 8 that. degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight-hour shift as a one ppm part per million. 
average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes when looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across mm -hmm. acid. So we're on the railroad, With burning millions off millions of pounds? pounds of this stuff, a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air. That's insane. I'm not going to Ohio. LeBron James, whatever you do, if you don't win the championship, if you miss the playoffs this year, LeBron, do not leave the Lakers to go back to the Cavaliers. For God's sake, stay here or go somewhere else. Do not go back to Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. This is a nightmare for you. It's a disaster. But this says three more dangerous chemicals discovered. We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open said Silverado Caggiano, a hazardous material specialist. That's quite a name, Silverado Caggiano. It's like one of those spaghetti Western guys. Jeez, you can see that from the air. Look at that. All right. Oh, here is a dead fish being pulled from the rivers outside East Palestine. scooping out all the dead ones.
Am I crazy? Am I crazy to think that why are those guys not wearing masks? You're scooping out fish that died from this vinyl chloride disaster and you're just like out there breathing in the air? Insane. I wonder what happens if you just like throw a cigarette into that water. Okay. All right, real quick. Just Rihanna gave this thing their her performance. Hey, Uncle Trump say Uncle Trump say that shit garbage, man. It's Kodak Black. Him and I were almost shot last year outside the Super Bowl party, um, which, by the way, I just saw. I was talking about this, and I said, oh, I bet the guys that were shot, like the big guy that was shot next to the Ferrari, they probably got a nice lawsuit. They just filed the lawsuit. Now I'm wondering, maybe I should join. I know I didn't get hit by any bullets, but I should join this Kodak Black lawsuit. I'll sue Kodak Black and Bieber. Fuck it. Uh, Rihanna, in my opinion, wasn't great, but it was just fine, Okay. Not every Super Bowl performance has to be like the best ever. I know we have this American thing where it's constantly we got to be expanding and every quarter has to beat the previous quarter and all that. But let's take a more European approach. It's okay. She did a good job and she was pregnant. She couldn't move around that much. All right. Getting back to Ohio. Look at this. This fall. In a small town outside Ohio. All right, we could do without the scary music. Where's the girl? Where's the girl that I was looking for? Here she is. Okay. Or, okay, girl, they, whatever, whatever, you know, no, no offense to anybody. Here's the person. I see so many people talking about the train derailment at East Palestine, Ohio. And all I'm going to ask is that if you do this, you get your facts right. I literally grew up right down the road from East Palestine. Um, my old childhood best friend lives in the fucking town. Um, my current best friend literally lives right next to the town. It is so much worse than what the media is telling any of us. I'm getting reports from people that are down there right now that they're literally seeing schools of fish floating down streams, rivers, fucking dead. I got a video from my friend, okay, and she's, like, walking, dude. It's all fucking dead. All fucking dead. And on the top of the water is a really pretty chemical rainbow sheen. The chemicals are in the fucking water, and they're lying to the rest of the country saying they're not. 
the water's been contaminated. The soil's been contaminated. The fucking air is contaminated. You literally are about to see some of the worst fucking health side effects coming out of people in that town. It's not even funny. And y'all want to know something even more fucked up? The restaurant that I work at in a whole different state had to donate food to them because we had people from the churches calling to tell us that Red Cross never fucking came, FEMA never fucking came, the environmental conservationists still have yet to fucking come, and nobody's fucking helping them. Meaning all of the fucking firefighters that were working get no food, have nothing to help them, nothing. Okay, all the people that were displaced have no food water a place to stay none of that shit it is so much worse than what they're telling you and tiktok probably won't even let me post this video but if this video gets posted please save it and repost it everywhere you fucking can because i'm telling y'all they are covering this shit up they are covering this shit up because they don't want to get out how bad it actually was this was not good this was the worst fucking thing that's happened probably in the past eight years That entire town is basically unlivable now because of the fucking chemicals. And they're lying telling civilians that it's safe, knowing damn well because I took chemistry and I know chemicals and I have this awesome fucking supercomputer in my hand. The side effects from breathing in those chemicals, they're covering shit up. They're covering shit up. They're covering shit up. You hear that? They're covering shit up. They're covering shit up. Um, you know, look, putting aside the hair, she's making a good point. I mean, the story's getting out there now. You can't really cover up anything fully nowadays. In the age of social media, you got everyone driving down to the river to take videos of dead fish being pulled out and all the pictures people are taking and the one guy yelling at the sky and the crows and all that. So it's not going to be fully covered up, but what they do nowadays and which is actually the smart move. Like if you're ever involved in a scandal as a celebrity, I hate when I see celebrities just break and apologize for like pointless shit, you know, something they said or whatever, like just wait it out, take the heat. But by next week, people will have moved on. Our attention spans aren't that long anymore. Uh, and that's what they'll do with this. They'll just slow walk it, dribble the information out. Something else will take over the news cycle's attention. It's barely coming to, uh, it's barely cresting right now as a story, but it will, people will move on. The energy will leave the energy to like do something to rectify the situation quickly and to help the people that are most affected by it. That'll dissipate and it'll move on. And they'll be fine. You know, I'm sure they'll pay some fine. They'll settle it. They'll they'll get the price down or, or, you know, whatever. The fine won't be nearly enough compared to the damage done. But that's just how it's going to go, unfortunately. But that's my opinion. Uh, again, before we conclude, I don't think that the UFOs are about covering up this Ohio train derailment. I don't think that they are to cover up Epstein or the Nord Stream pipeline. I don't even think the UFOs. I think it's China. I think it's definitely China. 
Oh yeah, this is what I wanted to say one more time. One more one more thing. Um multiple train derailments happening across the US. Montgomery County, Texas, Spartanburg County, South Carolina. What the hell is happening to our railway systems? says Stu Peters. Yeah, it is weird. People are uh you know this kind of goes along with all of the mysterious fires of food production facilities that have been happening in the past year. But at the same time, it's also clicks. It's also to get advertising dollars. So when it's hot, you go and get a bunch of stories about it. You know, you see it happen. The media all of a sudden in the past couple of years, you know, they, they, they made a killing on Trump. And then they made a killing on COVID. And when people started to lose interest in Trump and then they started to lose interest in COVID, then they needed something else. Then it's like every single like, you know, attacks, racial attacks, whatever it is, they just start finding every single story and they just keep they, they use it until people lose interest in the storyline and then they move on to the next thing. So right now, people are starting to get interested in train derailments. Okay. Have there been any other train derailments? Can we can we increase the hysteria? Yes. Okay, great. The what the, the the UFOs or or the debris, whatever it is being shot down, that's the one that has me the most interested because of the government seemingly uh complicit is too strong a word, but like they're they're okay with releasing all this information about objects that they don't know how they were what propulsion system they were using. You know, like they Normally, they don't give us that kind of information that it was an octagonal shape. Takes years, took years for the Tic Tac UFO thing to gain any ground. So why are they telling us so much about this stuff that was shot down over the weekend? That is the real question. We're going to continue to explore this on the Dante Greco show. We'll also continue to do entertainment news and all that kind of stuff, too. But uh, there's just... A lot of craziness over the weekend. So I thank you for joining me. I'll be back on my next show. Could be tomorrow. Could be Wednesday. You never know. Is that a good thing for this show? Probably not. Probably be better if I could just figure out one specific time when I do it. I'm working on that. I will let you know. But as always, as uh, Donald Trump used to say, have a good life. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Donnie. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. Yeah, that's good. I know. Listen, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my pal, Hal. Have a good day.